Let's bring in John Lear, kick off our guest conversations, the chief economist at Morning Consult. John, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So uh, do we hear anything in the language, in the outlook, that is different from what they've told us already? There was a lot that was different this time around, particularly if you go look at the summary of economic projections. I mean, clearly the Federal Reserve believes that interest rates need to rise faster than they, they previously thought, that unemployment will end up being higher, inflation is going to run higher for longer. So that's all, I think, pretty interesting. The other thing that we saw was a little bit more uncertainty uh, in those projections. They, In addition to releasing their point forecast, they also release how certain or how comfortable they are with their forecast. We saw growing levels of uncertainty on that front. And so I think this is a Federal Reserve that ultimately right now is acknowledging that they've, um, they have they need to change course and that the, the sort of template or the framework is the one that uh, Powell outlined at Jackson Hole. Love this point about the dots. Have we ever seen such dispersion so close to where we are, so near? I mean, uh, this is not too far away. <laughs> to where they really start breaking down. It seems like nobody knows where we're going here. We're sailing off into the great unknown. I think it shows you how difficult it is to forecast the future. We've got a lot of fairly bright people who are focused on these efforts. Um, and, and there's a high level of uncertainty out there. I do think that there's actually good reason truth be told, for having that elevated level of uncertainty. We're looking at Europe right now that is going through a massive energy crisis. Very possible that that could come back and hit the United States in some unforeseen way. And China is still dealing with this COVID crisis, growing real estate debt. Again, those external forces have the potential, I think, to affect the U.S. economy. And so that uncertainty is warranted. It's one of the reasons why I think Chairman Powell has been fairly wise in limiting some of his forward guidance and saying, look, guys, we're going to do everything we can, everything we need to do to get inflation uh, at or below 2%. I can't tell you anything more than that, because frankly, it's just hard to know anything more than that right now. Uh, this is such an important point. I mean, if it's as simple, like my day one of uh, stock market reporting training 10 years ago, uncertainty is bad, certainty is good, even things that don't seem good can be not bad if they are certain. And so if the dot plots are this uncertain, how come we're not selling off right now? Yeah, it's hard to say. I think some of that is priced in. I mean, what, what's certain? So if we go back and just sort of get back to the basics, what do we know? Well, we know that interest rates are going to be higher for longer. And we've known that for a little bit of time at this point. I think probably for the last month and a half or two months, we've known that. Where, what exactly is the so-called terminal interest rate? I think that remains very, very far from, from certain at this point. In addition, we don't know exactly how rapidly uh, interest rates are likely to rise. In other words, what's the rate of change over time? Having said all of that, there's a fundamental truth that we do know, which is that interest rates are going up and that they will remain higher for longer than we thought they were going to. And I think that in and of itself is probably enough for businesses to go out and start making some of their investment decisions. Okay, and uh, uh, in terms of what you see right now for those investment decisions, are there obvious uh, companies or sectors that are poised to do best here? I mean, lately we got a little hopeful trade in some of these reopened companies and some reopened stories out of China. I mean, uh, what here is the uh, silver lining or what's maybe the rock that could keep us from really breaking apart? I think investment historically has chased consumer demand, and that's where we, we're sort of the experts in consumer demand at Morning Consult, and we're, we're seeing a lot of 
fairly strong demand among middle and high income consumers. They continue to spend pretty dramatically, even on an inflation adjusted basis. There have been some changes and some pullback on the discretionary front, particularly discretionary services. We're seeing some pullback there. But if you take a step back and you say, for all the concerns that we have around the U.S., on a relative basis, the U.S. economy still looks extremely strong. I mean, the U.S. relative to Western Europe and China is clearly an outperformer. And again, I think that's sort of the weird world in which we live right now, which is despite all of these uncertainties, the, the certainty right now is that the U.S. economy is strong on a relative basis. So that dollar keeps going the direction it is. Does that ever backfire? In your mind, do we have to, at this juncture, have a view of what happens if we can't get inflation under control? Right now, it seems like the dollar is responding to our efforts to get it under control. Best house on the block. We'll get through this thing, maybe, you know, uh, the preferred worst outcome, you know, pick your poison. We'd rather just maybe hit stocks and get inflation down. But there's another group here that I will say has been hyper bearish and dollar bearish for far too long and generally they've been incorrect but now when inflation can't get back down below eight percent should we start to listen to people that eventually this dollar run-up will implode on itself the dollar right now is being driven by higher relative interest rates in the u.s and so so having money in the u.s right now there's higher returns given those relatively higher interest rates We've started to see the ECB come out and, and signal that they're going to be fairly aggressive as it relates to raising interest rates. Um, I think it remains to be seen. One of the big questions, of course, is going to be how this sort of global increase in rates, how that will play out, particularly because there's a lot of coordination, I think, uh, that needs to be required. We saw Maurice Obsfeld came out today with a note talking about the challenges that that, that global coordination plays for the global economy. Um, what doesn't probably work very well is if you've got the U.S. way far out in front of some of the other emerging economies. That's where things get a little trickier. Of course, we saw that, uh, you know, the so-called taper tantrum play out uh, a few years ago, and this would be sort of a, a similar episode potentially. Okay, John, great context for us. Love the analysis and some of those really important things you pointed out for us. Looking forward to more. Thank you. Yeah, very good job, John Lear, Chief Economist at Morning Consult.